You are Locked On Fantasy, your daily NFL fantasy podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Lockdown Fantasy Football Podcast. As usual, I'm your host, Vinny Iron. When I'm not doing this, I'm writing about NFL and fantasy football. For SportingNews.com, we got all kinds of stuff for you to check out. We have my rookie rankings there, and we will have my Do Not Draft list. These are the busts in terms of ADP, average draft position, and rankings here, overrated players that you should try to avoid in your drafts. In 2021, we'll break that list for you in detail here on Lockdown Fantasy Football here later in the week. We'll also do the flip side of that at some point. The Steel Sleepers, so people that are undervalued there where they're going in drafts. And guys you can take advantage of to get better return on investment versus stretching for value with a different players. So we'll break that down for you. We still need to talk about... Our rankings updates here. We looked at uh, quarterbacks, running backs, and wide receivers. We will finish up here with tight ends, uh, getting the pulse of the industry here where people are ranked there and overall with the consensus expert rankings on fantasy pros. So we'll break those down for you. The risers, fallers, sleepers, and bus stock rising, things that have happened here in training camp that we need to keep in mind as we go along. So like with quarterback, we'll go deep into the tight end twos here. So 12-team leagues, that means 24, a little bit beyond that here on the show. Before we dive into that, I have to remind you about NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson and their gig here hosting Lockdown's Peacock and Williamson every Monday through Friday on the Lockdown Network. Brian and Matt give you the national perspective all around the NFL, covering all the latest news and insight in every game, team, and move. Get your picks, previews, and much more every weekday with the Peacock and Williamson podcast. Part of Locked On Podcast Network. Subscribe, like this show, wherever you get your podcasts. All right, tight ends. It's a position that we can't forget. It was a position, as we broke things down for you in our draft plan here for you for 2021. Used to be you take one early or take one late, but now the middle has a lot of good values here, and that's something we have to also keep in mind, that you can just go with the flow of your draft, and a tight end might pop up as the best value versus a running back, wide receiver, or quarterback. So that's the overview there. We still have an elite big three that make up the top tier here. So we'll go through uh, the first few here. We'll go through the top eight. And that makes up the top two tiers according to the expert consensus rankings. This is the composite of all the sites. So it's a good to have as a resource here, Fantasy Pros. It just gets a finger on the pulse of the landscape at different positions. That's why we're doing that with quarterbacks, running back, wide receiver, now tight end. So, top of the list is no surprise. It's Travis Kelsey. Completely agree with it. Big time season. Uh, You just can't duplicate a player of this ability here, and it just seems to be like he's getting better. 105 catches, 14-16 was the receiving yards in 15 games, 11 TDs. That's elite for anybody. You take away the position, wide receiver or tight end, this is a special player that deserves to go not too late in drafts in the top 20. I mean, yeah, he's firmly in that. You just had to determine in your league format if you want to go higher. But 
Kelsey has the best quarterback in the game, Patrick Mahomes. He's the best athlete. He's improved as a blocker. He's clearly the premier at the position. So I think really Kelsey can be put in a tier by himself here with his work for the Chiefs. But yeah, I don't see the drop-off coming yet. The age is still in his favor and keeps himself in great shape. Great part of the offense. He's still going to be bigger here, even with uh, Miko Hardman maybe seeing a bigger role behind Tyreek Hill. But Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, these are the elite options with an elite quarterback in a pass-happy offense. It all lines up well for Kelsey to continue. And one of the safest picks, really, uh, on the board in uh, fantasy football. We'll get to that in a moment and, and break down the risk versus reward at this position. We know tight end... There's a lot of durability issues that can happen because you're out there blocking, you're fighting running routes, you're getting physical with the cover man, and, and you're blocking assignments. So it is very tough to stay healthy at this position. Darren Waller's a battle through some injury issues here in camp, but he is clearly now moved up to be the number two. And part of it is just the availability of Darren Waller. Before the question was, can he provide enough touchdowns here, playing with uh, Derek Carr in that situation, but... Clearly, he is now locked in. He's available all the time. So, again, it's a guy that uh, you know you can trust. No matter what they've done here with this position and getting receiving help for Derek Carr, he's the apple of his eye. 107 catches last year, 11.96 and 9. So the touchdowns boosted, the volume boosted. Now, will it be the exact same? Well, Nelson... Aguilar is gone. You have Henry Ruggs at third, and Brian Edwards should see slightly bigger roles. John Brown is there, but however you look at it, Derek Carr trusts Darren Waller the most. He's his ideal short training media target. So, Kelsey, clearly number one. Waller in his second spot by himself here, and still part of tier one, but I think, again, Kelsey has some separation there. George Kittle is a hard one. I love George Kittle more than anyone else here, but look at the numbers uh, from last year. He can only play in eight games. He had 48 uh, receptions, 634 in two TDs. So that tells you if he plays a full season, he's going to return the numbers that uh, push him in the stratosphere with uh, Travis Kelsey. So that's been the issue. Can he stay durable? Can he take it to another level? We've been chasing 2018 for a while. He was special in 2019 as well. But 2020 was a bit of a wipeout here. So hopefully Kittle can stay healthy. He's an elite player overall with his blocking and all that. So... You can't drop Kittle much lower than three. Again, if you're going to get Kittle, unlike Kelsey and Waller, you have to be a little bit more wary of getting a good backup and a tight end two with some upside here in 2021. We'll talk about some of those guys later. So can't disagree with this combination, Kelsey, Waller, and Kittle. If there's anyone that I could argue that should go ahead of Kittle and maybe step into that now second tier behind Kelsey... It would be TJ Hawkinson. He had 101 targets last year, caught 67, 723, and 6 for TJ Hawkinson. He's going to be a bigger part of the Lions offense. Amen Ross St. Brown, so far, the rookie slot man, has been their best receiver. That's not a good sign when you have Tyrell Williams and Quintus Cephas and Brashad Perryman in the mix. Hawkinson is going to be the go to guy. There's enough evidence with Jared Goff that he locks into one player. In Los Angeles was Cooper Cup. He also used the tight ends well when needed, but. You don't really have a reliable slot receiver yet. Even Ross St. Brown could be the guy at some point, but Hawkinson in the middle of the field, he's going to dominate targets, and this team is going to throw a lot with Jared Goff. They're just not going to be very good defensively. 
Hawkinson is going to be out there. So the only question is health, but that's a factor for all these tight ends. There's a fair case to be made that Hawkinson can go ahead of Kittle. That changing of the guard might be complete, but out of that Iowa pipeline, you have to be impressed. At number five is Mark Andrews. I'm a little bit wary of Mark Andrews. I really like him. He's one of the best assets in fantasy football, but changing landscape in Baltimore. You have Hawkinson on the rise here, so yeah, Andrews, I think, could drop a little bit more because I'm more excited uh, about the next player on the rankings that you would look at, but Andrews certainly belongs behind Hawkinson despite his uh, tight end four finish. I think there's going to be, be a bit of a drop-off. He doesn't have the same upside. I think he's kind of peaked with what he's going to do with Lamar Jackson at this point. It's been pretty darn good, but there's more receivers there in the mix, more running back help, more red zone help here for Lamar. So Mark Andrews, I don't see him being a 7,700-7 type player for sure here at tight end. So something to keep in mind, he's a glorified wide receiver, I know it, but now they have actual wide receivers here for the Ravens. So a little bit buyer beware at number five for Mark Andrews for sure. I'd rather have number six, and uh, there's an argument that he could also shoot up into the four spot. The head of Hawkinson is Kyle Pitts of the Falcons, the rookie. Usually takes a year for the tight ends to settle in as receivers in the NFL, but look at Kyle Pitts, and what you get from him is an immediate key role here with Calvin Ridley. This is a team that's going to use a lot of 12 personnel, so he should share more time with Hayden Hurst than Russell Gage in the game. He's made amazing catches there in practice. I think it's a natural fit between him and Matt Ryan, who's had good success with Austin Hooper and Hayden Hurst in the past, recent past there at tight end. Going back, throwing it back to Tony Gonzalez as your first tight end for Matt Ryan. So Kyle Pitts channels a lot of what all those guys do. Good connection with Ryan. And again, he's a two-option. Keep that in mind. That's something you're looking for. Travis Kelsey's a 1A, 1B with Tyreek Hill. Darren Waller's clearly the 1. George Kittle's 1A, 1B now with Brandon Ayuk. TJ Hawkinson clearly is a top target. Maybe DeAndre Swift out of the backfield. Mark Andrews, a little bit more committee-like there for the receiving help, but there's no doubt about it. Kyle Pitts, Calvin Ridley, they're going to be the straws that stir the drink of the Falcons. New passing game here with Matt Ryan and the offense with Arthur Smith. So Kyle Pitts, yeah, I do like Hawkinson and Pitts a lot more than Andrews this year. And upside, 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 I'm that kind of drafter, and I want to go in that direction. Andrews was the flavor just a couple years ago. He's not old, but I like the guys that have a little bit more momentum. Noah Fant is an interesting uh guy to have at number seven. I think he's a bit overrated because you have Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy. I'm sure sure he's going to be pretty decent here. He had 93 targets, caught 62 for 673 and three. So the key thing is going to be his touchdowns. They really jump up here. Something we have to see. So I'm not a big fan of Noah Fant. I would fade Fant as much as possible here. I mean, I'm not saying don't draft him, but I think at number seven it's a little bit uh, of a stretch here. There, I get it. There's not a lot that you can hang your hat on here, but he is a first-round pick. You got Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, Drew Locke, I think, has a decent relationship with no fans. So I think he's about where he should be, but I think I like the tight end behind him, the expert consensus rankings, a little bit more. That would be Dallas Goddard at number eight. He's the final tight end we'll cover in this segment. So, look, this is a still a work in progress for the Eagles receiving core. Zach Ertz is breaking down. There is some chemistry there between Jalen Hurts and Dallas Goddard. So I really think that he could be special here. And don't worry about Ertz too much. I think this is a guy that there's a little bit of uh, controversy. How high should he take Dallas Goddard here? But again, they want to feature him quite a bit here. Ertz is fading. I don't think you'll see him used as much here. 
for the Colts, or for the Colts-like offense the Eagles have, I should say, with Nick Sirianni. So Goddard, I just like some of the, the things he can do in this offense, special athlete for sure, and uh, definitely looking at Goddard having a key role here, and I think he's going to have a bigger role than you think of that Eagles pecking order at receiver, and I trust Hurts a little bit more than the Teddy Bridgewater, Drew Locke combination there with fans. So Goddard I like. Uh, again, Andrews just kind of caught in the muddled middle there. I'd rather go up there and get Hawkinson or Pitts or wait here to get Goddard a, a little later in the draft. All right, there's your top two tiers, really top three, with Kelsey in his own here, breaking them down, the expert consensus tight end half-point PPR rankings at Fantasy Pros. We'll get into our next wave of players there in a moment to finish up our tight end ones. But I do have to remind you that Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in the second half, trending toward the postseason. You can track all the action Bet Online. Don't forget, NFL is here. Preseason week one, we already had the teaser with the Cowboys Steelers. Preseason game, now we get the full schedule for all the teams starting this weekend here uh, tomorrow night. So props, uh, other things you can look at for the future section, but certainly some games you can get into the action for with NFL. Get all the latest news, odds, and information for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NFL. And don't forget all your hot UFC MMA action around the corner. Before the next pitch, kickoff, or big fight, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device to check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Why are you sitting on the sidelines? This is your chance to get in the game as teams continue their run to the MLB postseason start their journey in the NFL preseason. Head to the website, use the mobile device, sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just enter the promo code Locked On. That's Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. We'll be right back here to uh, break down the next tier of uh, tight ends here in Fantasy Football 2021 Half Point PPR Expert Consensus. All right, let's uh, continue here. Uh, Robert Tunyon. That's how you say it. Of the Packers is number nine. I think Tunyon due for some touchdown regression, big time. Had 11 scores last year. Unheard of unless you're an elite tight end, the way that Travis Kelsey is and all that. So, again, um, and we've seen it with Mark Andrews also hit it, but usually it's hard to duplicate that. And just touchdowns are kind of random a little bit, especially if you have a good red zone presence in the running game that the Packers do with Aaron Jones. I think it'll balance out where Aaron Rodgers has less passing touchdowns overall. More from Jones and A.J. Dillon in the backfield. So Tunyon will be hurt by that. Not a lot of uh, volume either. Less than 60 targets. He caught 53. So very efficient, but used in specific situations. And I think the Packers should be more diversified with their wide receivers this year. So Robert Tunyon definitely should be more in that tight end two range versus nine. I think he's adjusted accordingly a little bit, but I think it could go down even more. Logan Thomas, can't see the duplication happen with Logan Thomas here. I do like his presence and the Curtis Samuel injury right now. The newcomer helps, and we know that uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick likes the tight end, can work off him to Terry McLaurin and all that stuff. So Logan Thomas I like. He's just a former quarterback, uh, has a big range here. Uh, again, I would go Thomas over Tunyon for sure here, and uh, maybe even over Noah Fant here in this Dallas Goddard area of the draft. Now, Tyler Higby, let's not just assume he's going to be the main man with Gerald Everett gone, so I know they've incorporated Higby big time, and he was a scorer down the stretch a couple years ago, and then last year with Everett healthy, but Higby has an opportunity here 
We have to see how the Rams' offense plays out. But I think with Matthew Stafford, you'll see a lot of Robert Woods and Cooper Cup. The key is going to be, is Higby going to work in to be the third receiver? Is it Deshaun Jackson or Van Jefferson somewhere there stepping up? So that's what I have to see with Higby. So it's a little hard to determine what Higby's role is going to be because he's been mainly a blocker, uses receivers needed. I'm not sure right now Sean McVay needs Higby as much as you think here. And again, with Matthew Stafford, it's been a lot about the wide receivers and less about tight ends in his career overall. Mike Gusecki comes in at 12. I think he's a bit underrated here. I think I'd rather take him than Higby here at this point because, look, I know it's a little crowded in the Dolphins' wide receiver core, but Gusecki's still a key target here for Tua Tagvola. So, again, these guys are pretty close. But, again, I'm looking at uh, Thomas and Gusecki over uh, Tanyan and Higby here in this tier to look at here. So I just like... Thomas has a dedicated role. He's not going to go where that, go anywhere in that Scott Turner office. Gusecki, you have the tight ends coach at George Godsey in the mix here to uh, help Gusecki in his role. And the wide receivers, I think, are going to disappoint a little bit. And Tua's going to trust Gusecki. So I like him. I also like one of Tua's former teammates, Irv Smith Jr. It's really hard. But clearly these next two guys after him, I think Irv Smith is probably the last place you want to look there for starting tight end. Now, if someone would fall out of the tight end one category to make room for Smith, I think it would be Robert Tunyon. Again, Smith is the lone guy. Kyle Rudolph is gone. I know they have some other tight end options, but Smith is a special receiver. They want to get him involved here. They don't really have a third option behind Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson, so Irv Smith certainly has appeal. Remember what I said. The pecking order is key. Second or third or the code number three target is what you're looking for in most situations here, and that's how you determine what you're going to get from tight end. Now, Joni Smith is going to split with Hunter Henry. He's uh, right now behind uh, Irv Smith. Hunter Henry's at 17, so looking a little bit beyond the top 16. You have them pretty close together. That's not a very good sign. When these guys are cutting to each other's production, Henry has an injury. Shoulder and camp, Joni was uh, tight end nine last year. Hunter Henry was way off the radar, tight end 15. So you figure dropping him from 15 to 17 makes sense, but should even be more than that. Irv Smith dropping four spots from his finish from last year, or Jonu dropping five spots, I will say. So Irv and Gusecki have a lot more appeal than Jonu Smith and Hunter Henry. In between are Evan Ingram. He's the last guy in Tier 3. Can't endorse Evan Ingram. Too many receiving guys in that offense. Saquon Barkley returns. you got... Kenny Galladay seeing a big role here. Kadarius Tony could be a big slot here. You have Sterling Shepard available for Daniel Jones as well. So Evan Ingram, totally off him. Don't understand why he's ranked this high when you have Kyle Rudolph in the mix and Irv Smith. Again, without Kyle Rudolph should be adjusted accordingly and should have a massive separation from Evan Ingram here and not 13 and 15. So Ingram, drop him way down. I think he's a bit overrated by name is why he's ranked. So is Rob Gronkowski, number 16. Now he's a hard one to read. Because some people have him as a tight end 10 or 11 or 12 here in average draft position. But we know O.J. Howard's coming back. That's going to be a factor. I get it. Tom Brady and Gronkowski have the connection. But right now, you look at it, uh, O.J. Howard is number 29 on the list there. And uh, Cameron Brady is 49. Brady loves Gronk, but again, he's going to throw to the open guy. He's got a lot of wide receivers. Backs who can catch the ball. There are multiple tight ends. He's not going to favor Gronkowski the way he did last year with the comfort level raise. So, again, Gronkowski and that situation away from New England now, second year moved, and then you have uh, Hunter Henry and Jonas Smith in New England right now, things that we're not interested in in fantasy football. 
All right, so we've taken care of uh, the top 16 or so. We've actually expanded down to 17 uh, there at uh, tight end. We'll get through the end here. We'll uh, look through all the way through the end of the tight end twos at 24, and then look beyond that to see if there's any values we can retain. We'll do that in our final segment. But I do have to tell you about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar ever. What's your favorite Built Bar flavor? The only way to find out is to get a mixed pack where you can get two each of their nine core flavors. Their nine delicious core flavors are amazing. They also have special limited time flavors that you need to look for. I'm a Bilt Bar fan. I'm definitely passionate about my favorites. Uh, they include mint brownie and peanut butter brownie, but you can also get double chocolate, salted caramel, raspberry, cherry, coconut almond, and coconut. There's something for everyone. I love all the flavors, but some I like a little bit more. I like the nuts and uh, more chocolate because all the bars you get from Bilt Bar are covered in 100% chocolate, soft and easy to chew. Most of the flavors are awesome for you as well. They're healthy, best tasting, 17 to 18 grams protein in each bar. 130 to 180 calories, 4 to 5 grams sugar, and 4 to 5 grams net carbs. Nine amazing core flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Order today and get whatever you like. If you want a mix box, all the same flavor, they'll do it for you at BuiltBar.com. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCK15. You'll get 15% off your first order. Use the promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. We'll be right back here to break down our... Final look at the tight ends here in the fantasy football consensus half point expert PPR rankings here for 2021. All right, number 18 is a guy that I'm excited to talk about at tight end, and his stock is going to keep going up, folks. It is Adam Troutman of the Saints. Saints don't really have a number two receiver in the way things are going with Michael Thomas. They might not have a number one receiver available, so. Adam Troutman, remember they traded up to get this guy, great athlete, out of Dayton last year, moved on from Jared Cook, cleared really the tight end room because Josh Hill's gone, the next guy on the list is now Nick Vanette. So, looking at Adam Troutman, I love his special skill set. He's a classically built tight end here, second year, that's always also very good. So I think he has a floor of, that you can look at for 60 and 600. I think he can really overtake that and more be a 68 touchdown guy as well. That's how important I think Troutman is going to be in this offense, whether it's Taysom Hill or Jameis Winston. I think Hill, you can see him rely on the tight end. Winston has an affinity going back to O.J. Howard and Cameron Braid and others in Tampa. So Adam Troutman, hot sleeper. Love him at 18. And again, don't mess with the Patriots guys or Gronk or Evan Ingram. This is a guy that you should target as a potential steal of a starter here late in the draft. Blake Jarwin, not too interested in him at number 19. Again, it's a three-receiver loaded team with Amari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb, and Michael Gallup. You also have Dalton Schultz behind him at tight end, who's a capable receiver, Ezekiel Elliott, and Tony Pollard in the backfield, now healthy for Dak Prescott. So I don't get the Blake Jarwin love. I don't like him as a tight end, too, at all there. Jared Cook at 20, I think, can't be understated that the Chargers are going to use the tight end here with Joe Lombardi coming over. And there's a Saints connection there with Jared Cook. We know Jared Cook has immediate impact. He's one of those guys that bounces from team to team but he tends to uh, deliver here. So Jared Cook being underrated in replacing Hunter Henry here. Cook can do a little bit more field stretching and maybe be more reliable. Hunter Henry battled through injuries last year, so don't sleep on Jared Cook. Again, guy that has a history of production and an offense that Saints like, that should say he has a chance to be special. Cole Komet I'm excited about, but I want to temper my expectations because I think you're looking at a lot of Allen Robinson and Darnell Moody. You still have Jimmy Graham around uh, there, so a little bit of... uh, Proceed with caution with Cole Komet. 
there. I like him individually, but the situation isn't ideal until we know it's Andy Dalton or Justin Fields. Gerald Everett, I like the idea of him being a key target for the Seahawks, but again, sleeper in mind, do I like him later than Higby? Yes, I do, because the Seahawks don't really have a lot of uh, options. I get Will Disley there as well, so I'm not confident in Everett having a big role, but he's coming over Shane Waldron, who worked for the Rams last year, so that should also help him. Separate and we know Disley simply cannot stay healthy. So Higby up there at 11, or Gerald Everett doubled that at 22. Yeah, Everett is the better value here. Austin Hooper, going to be off him at 23, just to, again, the Browns are pretty uh, full still at uh, tight end with Harrison Brown and, and David Njoku still in town. So there's something to look for. Anthony Ferkser, a bit underrated at 24. He's the last tight end two on the board, but again, Look at the parallels. They got uh, Julia Jones to replace Corey Davis. They move on from Jonu. They're expecting things out of Ferkser at tight end. So this team is not going to deviate much from their offensive game plan. So Ferkser should have. Then any don't like Eric Ebron at number 25 here with the position going towards Pat Freermuth in Pittsburgh. You have uh, Zach Ertz. Again, I don't think he's going to be much a factor. Then he's ranked 26, says... Dallas Goddard has a bigger role than you think for here, this team. So, again, Goddard over Ertz is easy. Hayden Hurst, don't completely sleep on him. He could be valued there as maybe a third target ahead of Russell Gage if they use a lot of 12 personnel that you expect with Arthur Smith. So, Hayden Hurst not completely done yet. Nothing to see there. Dawson Knox at 28, not interested. O.J. Howard there with the split between Gronk. I want to avoid that situation. Dan Arnold has a little bit of appeal at number 30 here because, again, he has good chemistry so far with Sam Darnold. That's going to be hard to say, Sam Darnold and Dan Arnold, but we know Darnold likes the tight end. He's thrown to Ryan Griffin and had some abilities there, so look there. I'm going to avoid the Jets situation. they got three tight ends of the work there. Jack Doyle at number 31. We had uh, Chris Herndon the Jets, 32. 31 is Jack Doyle. No, he's going to go into more of a blocking role for this team there, and then it uh, gets watered down from there. But you have Jimmy Graham at 33, Kyle Rudolph at 34, Ian Thomas at 35, Dalton Schultz at 36. Anyone out of that, we're going to put on our watch list. Certainly Disley, if it trends a little bit more in that direction for the Seahawks. Pat Freemuth there, uh, Disley at 38 to Freemuth, the rookie from Penn State at 41. If uh, he can separate and Ebron goes on the shelf. So I'm going to look at, you look at uh, CJ Uzuma, we know that there was a lot of throwing in the middle of the field. It's going to be hard with the three receivers now. But Uzuma and Drew Sample, guys to just put on the watch list there. And then Jacob Hollister, I think if anyone steps up, it's going to be him more than Dawson Knox. They're disappointed with him definitely in the offense there. So that's all you can look at here at tight end as we go deeper and deeper. But again, uh, there's some certain guys we hopefully uh, steered you toward and some guys that we helped you steer away from here with our look at the rankings. Uh, betting on the NFL doesn't have to be a guessing game. If you listen to the new Lockdowns Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling, get daily picks, blowout special, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Lockdown Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get your podcasts just like this show. For this edition of Lockdown Fantasy Football, as we put a bow on our Look at the current rankings there across positions. We did quarterback, running back, wide receiver. If you missed any of those shows, check it out. This has been the look at tight ends. Don't forget, we'll have our bus show there, our do not draft list, looking at ADP and rankings. Guys, you want to avoid there. We've talked a little bit about them as we talked about these positions, but we'll go more into detail. Plus, 
the guys we really like, sleeper steals across the board that you can check out. So that's still coming up here. And uh, don't forget, we'll have preseason games and breakdowns and takeaways you need to know after week one of the fake games here this weekend. For Lockdown Fantasy Football, again, thanks so much for listening. We're here five days a week for you throughout the season. Uh, right now, we're there too. So check us out. We're going to get you ready for your drafts to dominate. And then once the season kicks off, you got your teams. We're going to help you dominate in season as well. So good time to get on board to Lockdown Fantasy Football. Tell more people about us. We're straight, no nonsense, to the point. Fantasy football analysis deep dive for you here on the Lockdown Network. For Lockdown Fantasy Football, this is Vinny Iyer. Have a great day. See you next time.